Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician and composer. Each season of Dissect dives deep into a single album, forensically dissecting the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. Our newest season is covering Tyler the Creator's Igor, a beautifully honest album in which Tyler explores love, communication, masculinity, and truth. Listen to Dissect today only on Spotify, because great art deserves more than a swipe. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Very, I'm so, I'm curious minutes. into this episode. I have a lot of follow-up questions about a lot of these stories. Wow, so you yeah. you come with your curiosity hat on. Yeah, I just wanted to, to my intention for this pod. I just I wanted to let it. you know, I've been doing yoga lately, so yeah, I've got wow. an intention for Do this pod. Do you wake up and say an in- intention each morning? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Is that a Justin Bieber song, Intentions or something? I don't know. Uh, I only know Peaches. Um, That's a good one. All right. Big news from McDonald's. They're bringing back the McRib for the last time. Are they? You know, you didn't put that in the text. And I was like, is this going to be another thing where Jacoby's like, I told you so. It's not going away. Not that. Is I read the stupid article. Okay. And it says that they went on a farewell tour with Cher in like 1984. <laughs> And then, and then, do you know what I mean? they they paid the McRib as a th- sympathetic figure? This is not just gonna be a Jacoby curiosity thing. It's more of a history of the McRib thing. Is the Nuggets came out three years later and completely overshadowed them? And they, they like, and now I was like, oh man, I feel bad for the McRib. Like they were like the hot new thing. And then the Nuggets came out, and anyone's ever tasted McRib in a Nugget, it's like not even a thing. I've never had a McRib, but I don't understand this. Like. They bring it back once a year for like a limited time. Also, I love that it became like popular again in 1994 because of the Flintstones movie. Yes, but, but I thought about that too. But like, is it their car is a big rib? Like, <laughs> ribs are prominently featured in the Flintstones environment. So yeah, it's a perfect they're, they're blend. They're on the paleo diet. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Great point. Great point. Paleo friendly <laughs> diet on yeah. the Flintstones. That was, a, that was a perfect mix of product and like vehicle. Yeah. And so that helped to come back. I remember. Wait, seeing, was that? That was like the, the animated one. Oh, that was, that was the John Goodman like no, live it was action li- it was one. It was live action. Oh. Oh, yeah, I, God, it was 94. Was I remember seeing it in theaters and I loved it. And then getting a McRib I was on the eight. way home. 
No, definitely okay. not. Um, I've never had one. I think I've only tried a McRib that my dad ordered because I was curious. Because again, and this is gonna be a theme of my takes on food, it's just the McRib has so much competition right next to it. It's the pistachio ice cream effect. Like I would so much rather have a burger or a chicken sandwich or chicken nuggets than a McRib. It doesn't look fun to eat. Also, no. like looks fake. I don't know. I looks fake. There's no bones. Yeah, I it's don't... shaped like a rib, but there's no bone. Right. So, like, what actually is it? I I, I hesitate to ask. I but mean, I just don't understand this. I've never had one, so I, I don't really get it. But like, people love the McRib. Like, people rush to get it. There's a whole cult of the McRib. It tastes good. So why don't? This why doesn't this company prioritize the McRib and deprioritize like the filet fish sandwich or whatever, fish filet, and make this year round? Like I don't understand why this has to be retired or like deprioritized or only oh, like, limited I mean, time. You know the answer to that question. For scarcity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like yes. again, I understand that's like allegedly the reason. But when it's something is this popular, just like make it happen. It will not be popular if it was on the menu 24-7, 365. Well, and I just really don't get it. I don't know. I just don't, Jacoby. Well, I feel bad for the rib now. You do? They're Why? Like, they're like, because they're like the, you know, the Game of Thrones term second son of the McDonald's, you know, second generation. Quick, quick side, personal food news. Sure. My son insisted that we watch the founder movie. Oh, yeah. Of the, like, how McDonald's, the business was created. Uh-huh. First of all, I've never heard of this movie before. Great movie. I think it came out a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And Did Michael Keaton have- starred in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one. The, that yeah, one. The, oh. or, the origin story of McDonald's is absolutely fascinating. And the what did you learn? The, there's a, there's two guys in San Bernardino named uh, I think Dick and Mac that started a McDonald's and like masterminded the workflow. Was it Donald and Mac? No, dude. Oh, Dick and Mac. People call McDonald's Mac. But McDonald's. Shit. I was on one of my passionate like Sorry. high energy fucking flows. Sorry, Juliet. I fucked it up. God damn it! <laughs> Just like the McDonald's business was fucked up by some guy named Ray. Oh. They ended up like barely making money on the whole thing. Wow. And now but they weren't business people, they were burger people. That's right. the life lesson. Right. Yeah. It's it's worth watching. I, like my son just like made me watch it one I time. Like Michael I was, Keaton. It was good. So he's always likable. That sounds great. Good movie. Sorry to side sidetrack. Anyway. Duh, and I, sorry you sidetracked my sidetrack. Continue. McRib. I don't know. This, I'm good. I'm never all, gonna have it. I'm never gonna have it. I'm either. never gonna order it. So it's, it's, it's insignificant. I really the only fast food I need in my life is Jack in the Box and Taco Bell. So mm. that's just how it's where it is for me. And I just like I don't know. In, in New York, and not to become too New York-centric, I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, post this on Instagram yesterday. He was like, city kids have a slice of pizza before the fancy thing because they don't know what the food's going to be like at the of fancy course. thing. Of Duh. course. Yeah. yeah. Pizza is the fast food here. And it's, all, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and I also say, but like, I think that you're, you're like disrespecting some very important fast food items like a sausage egg McMuffin in the morning from McDonald's. I had a phase in LA. I, me yeah. and Chris Ryan. That is a very. We went to the drive through together. That is like yes. I like it, but it's just not my world. I also would rather have like bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. Of course, because it's not like fast food. It's it was, not fast food. <laughs> yeah, duh. You know I mean? Some people yeah. prefer the fast food, though. Okay. I'm not one of them. Let's move on. Interesting technology. There is a new item called an appeal, which is a great name. Love the branding. A P E E L, and oh, it is so an good. avocado scanner that in the grocery aisle can tell you the level of ripeness of your avocado. So like, is it ready to make salt? Is it ready to make guacamole? Is it ready to go in your salad? Or is it a little too hard? This is great. I went on a full journey with this concept. 
did you? Headline, I was like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to like put a, a avocado scanner in my man purse and like walk around and bring it to the grocery store and scan a bunch of avocados, right? And I was like, this is stupid. I'm never going to get this. Then I got, then the name got me appeal. Brilliant. Then I was like, oh, wait a second. They can use this at the plant. So then like my operations brain turned on. Like, let's say you, the avocado are grown in California. Mm-hmm. But like you, you fill the truck going to the East Coast with the ones that are going to be ripe in five days, and you fill the truck with the ones that are going to Nevada with the ones that are going to be ripe in one day. Like it just seemed extremely efficient. And then I realized the concept was going to be like, uh, not it was like business to business, not business to consumer. Mm. So you have it on the avocado, like there's one like on a uh, like a tether, yeah, in the avocado aisle. Then I was like, this now I'm all in on appeal, and I want to invest. Yes, it says it's being used for distributors and the company is now launching the smaller scanner. So it's, Boom. yeah, both B2B and B2C. It's very, very smart. Yeah, see, I thought they were going to sell it to me and I was like, I'm not going to buy an you're avocado not, you're scanner. You're not going to bring it with you But if to it's the there store. at the avocado aisle, I would definitely use it. Yeah, if it's a fixture in your grocery store, yeah, absolutely. That sound, sounds great. Um, the point of this company is also to reduce, like their mission is to reduce food waste, mm. which... I'm not an environmentalist. I just like like to be inside and not think about the environment. Yes. But on Cape Cod, I don't have trash pickup. So I bring my trash to the dump. And have I talked about this on this podcast before? We've talked about it in real life, I think. I have like, we have a real life. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I have like a radically different relationship to my trash because I have to physically bring it to the landfill. And, like, and then separate it yourself. It. Yeah, and then separate out my recycling like very specifically. Yes. And it. I now feel really guilty about all of my trash. Well, I, it, listen, it there's, a way, you can, there's a way it. that you can fix that. What, by not having any trash? Destroying expensive art. <laughs> That there, there's a direct with line. A cream-based yes, soup. exactly. <laughs> Destroying expensive art with a cream-based food product will fix the environment, as we've learned last week and now again this week. It's just like ridiculous. What? This is not a move. I don't understand. <laughs> I could not. I've. I could not sit in a room and try to think of like a critique of this action better than you just instinctively saying this is not a move. <laughs> I could write an essay and you'd be like, this is not a move. It just would, would truly encapsulate my feelings Thank better you. than the essay. What happened this week is a pair of German protesters threw mashed potatoes at a Monet painting that was once sold for more than $110 million. Why do all of these foods have like a cream base to it? Like butter, also, milk. Oh for, I've, this is like when I say I'm curious, I have so many follow-up questions. I just want to be on the planning <laughs> meetings of these things. I'll be like, guys, like, let me just give you some tweaks. First of all, like a bland, dull color over a bland, dull colored painting is not going to give you that visual pop that you need. No, get paint. You want contrast. Just get fucking paint. No, it's supposed to be food because the world's going to go hungry. Totally get that. How about a beet soup? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, let's really get some contrast of colors get, there. I want to get the dairy out of this protest. I the, just, yes. Yeah, great, but great, use great a broth-based yes, soup yes, yes. next time. But that doesn't stick as well. The consistency is important. But I'm also just like, we see the, the colors. And like when you look at the colors, like it honestly doesn't look that much different than the original painting. <laughs> this one upsets me because I like the work of Monet. They threw it at one of the I great well, the impressionists. Stacks. Yeah. Impressionist. Yeah. The, yeah. You know? Grain stacks uh, painting. And I really like that one. The lighting in it's really cool. So this hit a little bit closer to home. But once again, I was just so distracted by the choice of food. Also, mashed potatoes, which maybe this is why they chose it. 
Not that hard to clean up. Sticks, like, though. Sticks vertical. You know what I mean? It'll, it's viscous and sticky, sure. so it'll stay up there. And like, kind of yeah. greasy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess you were, but to your point, it sort of could look like a grain stack. Yeah, throw some beets in there while you're <laughs> making the mashed potatoes so it like it, it pops a little bit. And it, when while we're asking questions, Juliet, yes. the biggest question is, why do you glue your fucking hands to the wall afterwards? This is unnecessary. The idea that you're throwing food at expensive art in a, a climate... 20 a, a minutes. protest is like a logic leap that I can't get to. But the idea that you then proceed to glue your hands to the wall is like, that's a logic leap to a different universe. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're doing at that point. Here's what I recommend for these protesters. In addition to, to brainstorms, broth, broth-based suits. Brainstorms. Staple guns. Wear a thick sweatshirt that's a little, like a little snug. So it's like a little hard for you to get out of and staple your, your sweatshirt to the Leather. wall. Sure. Yeah, sure, a leather. I, I don't know if you want to sacrifice. I mean, do you think that these people are wearing leather? Oh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, find some heavy organic cotton sweatshirt. Something. And staple yourself to the wall. Also, uh, handcuff yourself to some shit. That will cause a lot more damage. Like, dealing with staple holes is a lot more annoying than, like, glue you, that certainly and then didn't you glue work. glue both your hands. What is your goal when you glue your hands to the wall? Do just you like, want to stay there for a long time? Do you need to exfoliate? It's yeah. just like a big exfoliation like, What scheme? is your plan? It just I just feel like there's so much better ways to flight climate change. Gluing yourself to the wall, I'm certain, doesn't, doesn't work. I, I want to be very clear. And I can speak on your behalf because I know your moral system. We're not against. I'd like to save the planet. Yes. So, yes. I believe in climate change. I'm on board with that. But, like, I think that I always say your actions should support your goals. If your goals are to, like, dramatically help the way that we're destroying our planet, your actions should not be throw some shit at an expensive painting that's not going to ruin it and then glue your hands to the wall. That's (laughs) all. Sounds so stupid. That's all. (laughs) Let's move on. I was excited to see this this story on the rundown because Jacoby, I think it's about a brand you really like, Essential Water. Huge Essential guy. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. You're one of your brands innovating in yes. a way that really like fits your lifestyle. Yes. So I'm excited. You can now buy a water and wine box, side by side liquids in a box, Essential Water with house wine, and great I, for the holidays. I love this. Yeah, love for parties. This too. Yeah, this is great. Housewives is pretty good. I've had it. Yes. And not only that, Juliet, is when you read on, you get a lot of water. Yeah. And then you get four bottles of red wine. <laughs> I think the boxed wine. But that's not it. Just gets a bad rap. Keep going. You also get four bottles of white wine. Yeah. It's and like you can choose mix at and the match. spout. It's awesome. This is, Here's this my is, problem. You have a problem? Eight bottles of wine. Okay. Like two gallons of water. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where would you price point that at? Eight gallons of wine, two gallons of water. Eight bottles of wine. Eight bottles of wine. Eight gallons of wine's a fucking party. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. Eight bottles of wine, two bottles of water. Uh, I think that's got to be $75. $46. That seems really cheap. I, it, it's like when someone wants to sell me like a 50 cent slice of pizza. It's like, like, don't do that. I'm good. I don't more. want that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to pay $100 for this product, Essentia. Your bottles of water alone are like $5. So now the wine, eight, I, I read it twice. I was like, eight bottles of wine for 46 bucks? No, thank you. It's got to be a typo, right? I don't know. Four installments of 46 bucks? I mean, maybe the wine is just really shitty. That's the problem. Yeah. But if you're a college senior and you're having a holiday party. Great point. This is perfect. I, college seniors are definitely not listening to this podcast. Also, but, not drinking wine. That's yeah, not, they are. Really? Oh, I, dr- I drink Franzia in college. Yeah. I don't think dudes drink a lot of wine in college. Okay, are 
whatever. If you're a college senior and you like to drink wine or like think it'd be cool to have a wine and cheese party, Mm. this is your ticket. This is great for your holiday party. I don't know. I I love this. This is really smart. I like it too. Because I I also love lots of water. It makes me want to have a party, honestly. (laughs) Let's do it. Food News Holiday Party sponsored by Essentia. Put it right on the fucking invite. We don't know what we're doing, where we're going. We got got three of these. There will be water Only cost us $160. Not even. Yeah. It's a great, great innovation from Essentia. My favorite one. My favorite water. It's like reasonably priced. It really is great. It's Uh, a great, great, great job. Uh, No notes. Here's the thing. Here's how I would. Higher price point. I would take it one step further. This is the price point. Let's replace the water with Pellegrino or your essential sparkling water. And it's just a tap. And it's just a tap to make oh, yeah. you just you make a wine spritzer. A spritzer. Yeah. Oh. 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 Because I don't need fancy wine for my wine spritzer. And I want a wine spritzer most of the time. Quick off the rundown tangent from Jacoby that's food news related. Yes. When did the Aperol Spritz become a thing? A few like, years ago. Are yeah, you joking? Like, I've never even heard of an Aperol Spritz Literally, 10 years it was, ago. it was an Aperol marketing campaign, and yes, it worked. it must have been. It worked. It worked they like yeah. bought some umbrellas and like gave them out around town, and now everyone's drinking Aperol Spritz. I'm just like, how did this like fucking come much. out of nowhere? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't dislike it, but I was just wondering, like, what was it about this it was, drink that just It was marketing, up? literally. Good for them. Good. It fucking worked. All right. Next story comes to us from Robin. Robin, thank oh. you so much for contributing to Food News. I love you, Robin. You emailed listenerfoodnews at gmail.com and we thank you. If you want to be like Robin, you too could email listenerfoodnews at gmail.com or you could call us at 646-783-9138. Right now, pause the pod, call 646-783-3198. Nope, 9138. 646-783-9138. I don't know it. I'm reading it, just to be clear, people. Oh, okay. I do not know it, nor can I read it, but... (laughs) You should pause the pause the pod, call it, and your voice will be on the pod next week. This is a brand new project for us. So we're not getting hundreds of calls yet. No, yes. High chance, high chance you're on the pod next week if you ask us a question or just give your own personal food news. But let's get to Rob. One thing I do not want is Halloween stories. Please, no. Okay. Just want to be clear about that. <laughs> okay. Not necessary. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Robin sent us a story that falls into one of our favorite categories. It's a heist. Love a food heist. (laughs) Food crime. Three Florida men have been arrested for allegedly stealing $9 million worth of frozen meat across the Midwestern United States. These three men are from the Miami area. They face charges of money laundering, transportation of stolen goods. Um, The trio... (laughs) allegedly mastermind what is being called a highly sophisticated organized criminal enterprise targeting beef and pork packaging plants in the Midwest. I love, uh, I love not only like, I love a good food heist, but I love it when they're sophisticated, like that winery, when they like scoped it and like wore costumes and stuff. This is 45 individual robberies of trucks. Yeah. So, so we're talking, oh God, math, math, math. It's like $200,000 average, right? Sure. Mm, something like that. Carry on. Let's. No, who cares? The uh, five times. Yeah, sure. I'll throw it there. Um, nine million. Okay. Yeah. Warwick says my math is right. Nice oh, job. God. High five. Yeah, nice. You got it. So forty-five. So so, is this a like Goodfellas Latamba heist thing where the truck drivers are in on it, 
Or is this like, we're going to like surround your truck with vehicles and pull out guns. Truck and drivers are in out. on it. Truck drivers are in on it, yeah, right? They're yeah, they're getting some cash and yeah, organized yeah. crime. Yeah, I like it. What's the market for black market meat? Like, what oh. the fuck's going on? Oh, I'll tell you. Anywhere that someone is paying $50 uh-huh. for whatever, five pounds of chuck, if you can offer it to them for $30... They'll pay the 30. The essential way. If you're going to buy a bottle of wine for, <laughs> for $10, guess <laughs> we'll what? We'll give it to you for 6 For $0.35. Cents. <laughs> Throw in some water. This is a, this is like a high. This uh, is real crime. This is real. This, this is, is real. This is more than like the guys who wanted chewing gum and like stole the van <laughs> yeah, in, in yeah, England or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, these people really, it's, it's not great. And this has been going on since June 2021. I mean, that's wild. I got to say. I'd love to know how many um, of the truck drivers are like repeat offenders because... Thinking the same thing just now. Because I'm not hiring you again. If I'm the manager at the trucking company that's hired by the food distributor and like, well, Peter, another successful ride. Oh, yeah, Jamal, again, came out and back, no notes. And they said, George, oh, you got robbed again. Weird, George, that's four times this month. Crazy, George. Yeah, George. Should we be worried about so you? I saw you bought some new shoes. <laughs> love your those, love your Travis yeah, Scott yeah, Jordans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How much you pay for those on StockX? <laughs> yeah. Are those still cool? It's like the cool sneakers I could think of that'd be expensive. No, those, those are still cool. Yeah, All those right. are expensive. You did a good job. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, asking, asking about them being cool kind of demerited <laughs> some points, but whatever. You're still, you're still, in, the, still, still in, in the black. Thanks so much. Well, Travis, we hope you enjoy your shoes and good luck to everyone involved. George is wearing Travis's <laughs> shoes just, you know, just for journalistic standard notes. All right. Our guy on Twitter, Trunk Fan, he of the Sriracha tweet thread, he's back with a Nutella thread. A lot of facts dropped in this Nutella thread. Oh, yeah, Napoleon's involved? This is great. The original Nutella was invented in 1806 during the Napoleonic Wars. Napoleon himself started a blockade against the UK, which led to a cocoa shortage, which led to their Italian chefs using ground hazelnut to stretch their chocolate. So basically, this is like an alloy of chocolate and hazelnut, and it was made out of necessity. Um, It then got really popular in Italy in the future. There was another chocolate shortage. Ten minutes. And people just went back to Nutella to make yeah. to make it last. Uh, it's now owned by this company called Ferrero, and it's like the most pr- most important part of their $36 billion fortune. Oh, I believe it. I don't know if you've ever mentioned this before, but I have children. Kids love Nutella. Wait, you do? I do. Three of them. Kids uh-huh. love Nutella. Uh, adults love Nutella. Hello. My daughter was eating a Nutella toast, little little spread this morning. And I also want to ask you this question as, okay. a, as a media, print, digital, books even, veteran. What do you think about the tweet thread as the mechanism to get your sort of thoughts out there? Because I like what he's been doing. Uh, I think it's like user-friendly and definitely not employer-friendly. Yeah. Like if I am Trung Fan's uh, boss, I believe this man works for Bloomberg. I'm like, let's just make this a story. Why don't you write about it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, my followers are up, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to just let you know that the spreadable Nutella came in 1951. Oh. It was just like it was like a it was like a powder before of cocoa and huh. and hazelnut. Um, and the Ferreros named it Nutella, and it's really fucking delicious. It is really good. I love it. I absolutely love it. Who doesn't? I will say, I don't like basically other hazelnut stuff. Like hazelnut coffee, I find disgusting. I'm not a hazelnut person. Yeah, I only like Nutella. Sometimes when you pour yourself the hazelnut coffee at like 7-Eleven or whatever, you're not paying attention, and you smell it, like that sort of like that kickback smell, 
I will throw that coffee away and pour and pour a regular one immediately. Yeah, I mean, that. not for me. It smells disgusting. Not for me either. Shall I move on to our taste test? We've got a great one today. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a highly anticipated taste test today. We are having two different brands spiked canned beverages. There's been a lot of text in anticipation of this taste test. Your entire voice just changed. I'm ashamed. You went into like broadcaster mode. I'm ashamed right now. Why? I love Spindrift. This is a safe space. I love seltzer. My go to drink is a vodka soda, splash of pineapple. The Juliet. The Juliet. And I have not had a Spindrift spiked. And we are fucking doing that today. We are also having spiked Fresca, a tequila mm. Paloma Fresca, and a vodka spritz Fresca. I also love Fresca. Fresca, Fresca actually doesn't get enough love in I, general. You know what? We're on the same page today. It feels so good. You know, but Fresca is also like a band that I don't want to blow up. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's just like, I want Fresca to just stay I, stay out of the top 40. I bought a six-pack of Fresca last week at the grocery store. What? Yeah, they have like the mini cans I was now. about to say full cans? No. Yeah, have... mini cans change the game and for like the great. over 30 crowd. It's really great. And, I, and I'm just like the original grapefruit carbonated mm. beverage. I love yes. Fresca. So I'm like really excited about these. So we're trying four bevs. Fresca Paloma, Fresca Vodka Spritz, and Spindrift, Spindrift Spiked, two flavors, Spindrift mango is and the, pineapple. the seltzer of my home. It is the only seltzer allowed in my fridge. The Your only seltzer that would be bought it. in I, bulk. I get a little sick of it sometimes, but... Ooh, don't tell Joey. I do love it. Okay. And so, I'm really excited. I mean, do I go straight to the pineapple? I think I do. Yeah, I mean, stay on brand. Stay Spindrift on brand. Pineapple Non-Spiked is one of my favorite Spindrifts, too. So, I'm really excited. This is 95 Cal, which is pretty good. 
And I mean, you know, it stays in our stays in our range. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I was trying to see what the alcohol is in this, but I oh, have I'll no tell idea. You. I'll tell you why you sip. Four okay. percent, right in the front. No, not how much. What is it? Oh, it's like weird malt stuff. We've talked about that. This isn't real make, alcohol. They just need to like make it vodka. No, I know, but that's, that's like, high it's harder noon, I guess. to do. Yeah, and you also like then you can't sell it at like Seven Eleven. Very good. This is very okay. good. Oh, we're yes. sharing. We're sharing. Wow, I like it. Cans. I really like this. It it has like All a right. mild taste to it. And also, I just want to say, like the Juliet is. This is a very similar. Yeah, very. Juliet's a great drink, by the way. The vodka soda splash of pineapple. Yes. Jacoby is vodka yes. soda splash of grapefruit. grapefruit. Yeah, 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 very similar. You, it's a, it's a his and her situation. I'm mm. trying the mango now. One of the things I love the Juliet, and one of the things I love this is, I think you could put. A splash of pineapple in like a can of gasoline, and it would taste like pineapple. <laughs> that's why. That's I really I first, think that. That's how I got into it in college. I like hated the taste of vodka, but really wanted to get drunk, so I started drinking vodka pineapple. And then the sugar hangover was so unbearable yeah, yeah. that I had to go to vodka soda splash pineapple. I, I went to bartending school because you never believe this. At one point, I wanted to be a bartender, and uh, they had this thing called a pineapple bomb, which is like every liquor ever and like a splash of pineapple. Guess what it tastes like. Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Spinger spiked mango is also very good. Wow, those are really good. Much better than White Claw and Truly and all that shit. Those, they're not too sweet. It's really delicious. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? <laughs> what I did in my you took brain. A moment to no, process. and I'm explaining exactly what was happening. <laughs> I was comparing the taste of that to the taste of Spindrift. Mm, not it's similar. Yes, and not comparing that to the taste of a Truly or what have you. White Claw. A White Claw, yeah. Those feel a lot more like I'm drinking something that my body won't reject. That, those go down smooth. They those, go down really smooth. Those are fantastic. I, I'm excited. Like, I just like if yeah. the spinger hadn't been good, it would have been really upsetting. So that's that's great oh, news. Wow, I'm I'm so happy for you. It's really good. I feel giddy. Like giddy. Yeah, I was about to say you're excited. <laughs> you were worried about the performance of your child in the baseball game. Yeah, in a home run. I just love Spindrift. Also, I really like the cans and the branding. They look really cool. It looks a little too much like Spindrift. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but it I have does kids. say on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this, not this alcohol. one has alcohol. Yeah, 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 this one has alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a little winky emoji. I am now trying the Fresca mixed tequila Paloma. So this one actually has tequila. Um, yes, yes, I believe so. All right, I'm taking a sip. Great, Paloma. This is as a canned Paloma goes, pretty good. Now Paloma is grapefruit tequila and soda I that think feels like, yeah it feels a lot it tastes a lot stronger it's actually not well, Spindrift is like notoriously a chill yeah we don't overwhelm the palate beverage yeah that makes me feel like I would like get drunk quickly whereas the that is like a cocktail yeah that is a cocktail yeah it's good if I went to a fancy bar and asked for a Paloma, and the dude just cracked one of these and poured it over ice, and I didn't see it, and then put, like, a little garnish with, like, a little thing on it, mm -hmm. I would be like, $25, no problem. Yeah. yeah. I got, here you go, It's bud. good. I, I like that, too. It's good. All right. This is the vodka spritz, mm. which looks like the long drink, which is one of the most amazing things we've ever tasted <laughs> yeah, on food yeah. news. Don't, don't ever bring up the long I'll drink. I'll never forget the don't long do drink. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's an unfair. That's unfair. It's good. It tastes like fresca. With vodka, this is good. Okay, as a as a as a as a Spindrift and Fresca sort of aficionado and supporter and ambassador, dare I say? Yes. Um, how do you feel about this entire experience? I'm relieved. I like these brands a lot. I didn't want to have to trash them, and I would if if it, they deserved it. Um, but this is these are good. I, if you like Fresca, I think you'll like these cocktails. If Two you, very different products. Yeah. Like we can't really compare like which one's better or whatever because like two are cocktails. One is. Spiked right. spindrift and very much just spiked spindrift. Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like with Fresca, 
because I'm so used to having like a grapefruit seltzer these days, when I have Fresca, I'm like, oh, this isn't seltzer, it's Fresca. So if you like Fresca, try these, try these out. And yeah. if you like seltzer, have Spindrift Spiked. Yes. They're really good. And one thing it says, in in one thing I love about Spindrift, it's so simple. Ingredients, carbonated water, alcohol from fermented cane sugar. Okay. Which is interesting to me. Alfonso mango puree. Shout out to Alfonso. He's got a lot of mangoes to puree. And orange juice and citric acid. Not much going Not on. Not much. There. It's really good. I, I'm like... Love these products. Great stuff. Thank you, Spindrift. All right. On Two to personal food minutes. news. Ours and some listener. I, I uh, was up with my mom. We went to Lafayette over mm-hmm. the weekend. Shout out to Betty Jane. Do you know that restaurant? It's an Andrew Carmelini restaurant. He's really great. He also know. has the Dutch, Carne Mare, the Conde Verde. Oh, I love Carne Mare. They have yeah. them right by my job. Yeah, exactly. Those are good. That's the only one. Um, it's great. I ordered an Arnold Palmer at lunch. And I was just like kicking it. It was rainy. My mom and I just got on a shopping spree. I drank it. Had a sip. There was like so much rum in it. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> That's not normal Palmer or a John Daly. I know. That's a Chi Rodriguez. I was like, mom, I think there's alcohol in this. And she tasted it. And she was like, there's not alcohol in it. That's the alcoholic. Alcohol. <laughs> so what, how could the, how could the miscommunication have happened? I don't know. It was noisy. Did you say Arnold Palmer? Yeah, of course. Like, I'm just trying to think like, what did they think you asked for? I don't, I don't know. But Did I it look like an Arnold Palmer? Yeah, but not like... What else was in there besides rum? And the answer, nothing is totally fine. I guess like, I think it was like rum and lemonade, basically. Like there was no iced tea. Oh. But, you know, maybe there was a mis- lo- something lost in communication. Obviously. I, I don't know what happened, but it was like kind of shocking. Also, I had a great waiter. He was like, just took care of it. And it was all fine. I like have to specify. So I'm not a James Corden, but I, d- okay. I, did, I did have a great experience. I, I did. I love Lafayette. I love Andrew Carmelini restaurants. Did you do the thing where you're like, take a sip. And you're like, oh, what is that? Oh, that's rum. This is weird. This is not what I ordered. Seconds. But then take another sip and then no, get I don't it like, switched out. I don't like rum. And oh, I, okay. I was also just like not really in the mood. I yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. I, I actually just wanted an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to prepare your body for alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mentally. Yeah, and I was tired because I'd just been like shopping for hours and I was just like, I actually don't want this. But it, it worked out. It's really fun there. Also, it was like popping. It was really busy. New York and back. Uh, one, not back. One thirty on a Sunday. Oh, that's gonna be busy for for brunch at Lafayette. For brunch, it's yeah. Gonna be busy. Did shit. they have the games on? No. Okay, we're out of time. Yeah, but keep going. Oh, shit. All right. Well, mine is super basic anyway. Guess what? Los Angeles street tacos. They're amazing. Amazing. What'd you have? Just street tacos. Hey, I'll take the carne so, asada. Give me the, the onions and the cilantro and the hot sauce. Just where, they're amazing. Which corner? Can you? We went to the one right next to the Ace Hotel. Oh, okay. At like twelve thirty at night. Brought did them back to the, the hotel. Ace? No, I did not. Okay, good. Not something I'd recommend. Oh, okay, good. We have we have listed food as we're going to overtime. Hi, Juliet and Jacoby. My name is Taylor. Hey, Taylor. I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I have a little bit of food news. It's more like beverage news, but over the weekend, I went to a birthday party, and they had hot apple cider that they were serving, and they were serving it with caramel vodka, and it was so good. It was just this warm little cup of happiness with some booze and I was just wondering what your fall or cold weather alcoholic beverage of choice might be. Um, Are you guys in on like the pumpkin beer scene or, you know, apple cider, like boozy apple cider. Mm, Just wondering what your go-to would be. 
Thank you so much. I love food news. I listen every single week. You guys are awesome. And you make my Friday very, very happy. Well, you made our Friday very, I love very Taylor. happy. Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. Thank you. Yes, also, they, and I didn't know Taylor Swift listened. She's busy right now, too. You know what I mean? Taylor from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is a positron. I, she re- is. I really like Good her. Good vibes. Yeah, great vibes. And she asked, she teed me up to a question that I'm just very excited about. Because I've it. got takes on this Let's one. Let's hear your answer. Two. Number one, I came home during the holidays, like the 23rd, 22nd, and I had presents. And I went shopping. I was a little tired. How, how a lot old of bags. were you? Like what year? Oh, two on? years ago. Okay. Well, a lot of burps <laughs> coming from the spin drift. So it's fresca experience. Excuse me. And I was in the middle of one of my quiet stories. I come in the door, quiet story, Jacoby, and uh, I smell something. My wife was making spice mold wine. Oh yeah, like she in does a it right. Big pot with like cinnamon sticks and mm-hmm. like berries and like weird stuff, like stuff that she just gathered on the way home in Manhattan. I love that, it yeah. was just like so the smell. The Christmas vibes, the tree, the ornaments, like the, the kids. It, it was just a huge, huge, huge home run. And that's my number one for Taylor. Number two, hot toddies. Big hot toddy guy. I don't love a hot toddy. I do love a hot spike cider on oh, yeah. pandemic days of like pretending it was fun to eat outside in the fucking freezing yes. of December <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. I had quite a few hot spike ciders, which I really, I did really enjoy. That was fun. And then you're like, woo, let's have some more. I'm so cold. And then two hours go by and you're like, isn't even cold anymore. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I like those a lot. Those are good. Hot toddies, I would will say before we go, is, is one of the reasons you might not, not like them is because they're one of those items that varies dramatically. Yeah. And from the place alcohol to place. content is like, can it knock just, you out. It varies so dramatically. Like some people spend time and like add passion fruit and like really make it an art. And some people are like, cool, here's some hot water and a gang of whiskey. There you go. I would like to solicit recommendations of like a spiked hot chocolate that doesn't include mint because that that's something that I'd be interested in but I feel mm. like so frequently it has a mint aspect to it and I don't like mint so hit me up All right. call the number let us know alright everybody thank you to Mike Wargon and Ron Nair. we will be back next week one more time what is the number you want people to call 646-573-9138 that's not right <laughs> we just made it up <laughs> the number is 646-783-9138 Six four six seven eight three nine one three eight. You're really trying to make that happen. <laughs> well, it's the only song that has a phone number in it that I know of. <laughs> <laughs>